<laughs> you're gonna have a, it's actually you're gonna have a chuckle and i'm going to uh admit something that i've never ever admitted to anyone that you're wrong 90 percent of the time you're gonna be the first person i've ever told and then everybody who hears this podcast will be the next however many people that know well is this well uh, this probably isn't the first thing you've ever admitted because you did <laughs> i'm gonna have to edit that out i don't know if i'm ready for that yet. i mean i'm pretty sure they figured it out from the way i left it in that episode i didn't directly tell them Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to episode 64 of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. It's going to be an exciting one. And uh, just Adam and Steve here today. I'm your host, Adam Patterson. Joining me, uh, Mr. Stephen Hamer. Tried and true. How you doing, Steve? Not too bad. All right, not too bad. Uh, big shout out to Steve's daughter. Got her first varsity softball hit tonight. It's freshman. Yep. She's going to move over to third base eventually and then take after me and long lineage of stud third baseman in the Alta program. Matt, softball and baseball. Playing second tonight, by the way. Yep. All right. Uh, Steve and I are fresh off a golf tournament we played in on Saturday. Yep. Could have we uh like usual missed a lot of short putts and could have played better, but you know, because we missed those putts, we flighted ourselves into the money. Sure did. Sometimes in golf, uh less isn't more. Sometimes doing a little <laughs> worse is more because you get some money out of it. But it's not like we tried to play bad. Yeah. How would you how would you bad. <laughs> how would you assess our first tournament of the year? How do you think we did? Could have been well. We did okay. I mean, we started the round with a birdie, and then I don't know if we made one the rest of the eighteen. No, we didn't. We had one birdie on the very first hole of the whole tournament. <laughs> I think one birdie, two bogeys. Yep. And then we proceeded to miss I, approximately. I would. What'd you say? Like ten birdie putts of like fifteen feet or closer. Yeah. I mean, what? I don't know how many times we were within 50 yards of the green. And, <laughs> yeah. And then not on the green? <laughs> yeah, not on the green or 30 feet away. The most true adage in all of golf, right distance, wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the drive for show, putt for dough. But... No. Well, that is also true, clearly. But you know what? We didn't <laughs> putt for dough. So, no, we we did, really did not. I'd say my biggest takeaway. I was I was most proud of my 
iron game. Did not think I'd hit irons. I mean, for me, I'm, it's not like I'm a pro out here, but for me, felt like I hit the irons and especially the old 56 pretty good. You did hit the 56, probably the best I've ever seen you hit it. Except for when I was trying to hit the 56 from about 40 feet and get scared and then hit it about 18 feet and still be 20 <laughs> feet short of the green. Can't do that. Got to fix that. Sometimes you got to lay up. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And I did uh, I did impress our playing partners with my ability to putt from the fairway. Yep. <laughs> about 60 feet off the green. Just keep the 56 <laughs> in the bag, pull out the putter. Little yep. tip there yep. for all you people out there, you aspiring golfers out there, just pull out the putter. Yeah. If you don't think you can make the chip, just putt it. Yeah. <laughs> Aim towards the hole, hit it hard, and hopefully you'll get within at least 10 feet and give yourself a par putt. Yep. Uh, I don't know if I've told you this, but in my refrigerator right now is 300 all beef quarter pound Vegas dogs. 300. Those are Vegas dog. Those, uh, the Weimers is the brand. I don't know why they um, call them Vegas dog. They're, they're just big quarter, quarter pound. All why, do you, why do you have 300? Why do you have 300 hot dogs? 300 in my fridge. Uh, the church asked me if I would grill them for a, a picnic we're having Memorial Day weekend at church. And so they sent me home with 300 hot dogs. So I'm, I'm going to spend Saturday. Uh, grilling hot dogs and then i'll take them so to church the real question is they sent you a 300 how many they're gonna get back i mean i figure if they don't count they won't notice if like 15 are missing <laughs> fair <laughs> oops. enough <laughs> oops drop this one on the ground better eat it can't serve it to someone else Ten yep, second rule. don't want to get people sick <laughs> i'm excited church talking to people grilling hot dogs honestly what just just hits me right in the sweet spot. So you're yeah. grilling the hot dogs at church or you're grilling them ahead of time and taking them in? Uh, I'm going to grill them. They told me I could grill them ahead of time and bring them in a warmer. So I'm going to grill them Saturday at home, I think. They gave me one of those big uh, I don't big know, roasters. Like, yeah, a roaster. And I'm just going to pile them in there and then take them in Sunday morning before church and plug them in, in the kitchen. You should grill them like that hot dog you dropped in the grill at the Iowa game. <laughs> just an just a all-black... <laughs> extra charred hot dog i'm pretty sure it disintegrated <laughs> yeah it did just it turned turned <laughs> to ash oh man we talked a little i was gonna i was gonna talk a little baseball the uh we talked a little bit about it but the twins right now looking real nice i think they're what is it, uh 20 27 and 15 honestly an absolute shocker of a season they're having right now i did not expect them to be good Twins are like easily in first place right now in the division. Granted, the AL Central isn't anything to write home about, but the Yankees guys who came over, Gio Ursula and uh, uh, Fat Gary, Fat Gary Sanchez, they're stepping up. They're stepping up. This could be the year. This could be the year we get a playoff. You also, you also got what's his name, Correa. Yep, Carlos Correa. A bunch of no-name pitchers before the year are like pitching really well. Max Kepler's so, out there, but I've seen this before. Let's, let's make a prediction now. Do they make it past the first round? I say they don't make it past the first round, but they finally break the curse and win a playoff <laughs> game. Just, just hoping for one win. For the first time since I've been out of high school, the Twins will win a playoff game. 
you you know what's going to happen. Tell me about it. The Yan- the Yankees are going to finish like second or third in their division and get the wild card spot. <laughs> and the Twins are going to uh, win the division. And then the Twins are probably going to get swept. <laughs> then it's going to be yeah. then it's going to be uh, twenty three in a row. Uh, wait, you know, it'd be twenty two in a row. They've lost nineteen in a row right now. Yeah, I mean, the last team they want to see is the Yankees in the first round. You know what I just realized? Two of my worst sports memories ever both happened while I was at church youth group. One, when I was a youth group leader, when you and I was ahead by 11 with 50 seconds to go against Texas A&M in March Madness, and I went home, and the game was in overtime, and you and I was about to lose. And the other one, Hmm. 2000... Let's see here. It's 2002, and the Twins are in the ALCS up three games to uh, – no, they're up 2-0 in the series and playing the Angels in the ALCS. Winner goes to the World Series, which is – this is even more heartbreaking. And uh, Twins were up by three runs each of the next four games and lost all four to lose the series 4-2, and they have not won a playoff game since. That's pretty brutal. I was at youth group, and I went home thinking the Twins are going to go to the World Series because I keep being up by three. We're going to win, going to win. Nope. Oh, boy. Sports is tough. What are the Cubs doing right now? I haven't even like paid attention. Of, are they winning? They have a bunch of nobodies. Are they winning they're games? They're down 4-2 right now. They, they're 6-4 and four in their last 10. Hey, how's that? Uh, what, what's, what's the guy's name? The rookie of the year candidate guy. The Japanese Frankie? guy. Oh, Seiya Suzuki. Yeah. Is he still on his tear? Uh, kind of. Not really. Oh, Frank Schwindel's coming back. Frankie Schwindel. Uh, with, a, with the vengeance after they tried to send him down to Iowa and his car broke down, so he never made it. <laughs> and then, then someone got injured, so he had to rush to a flight and fly to San Diego. <laughs> like he was driving from Chicago to Des Moines? Yes, had car troubles. <laughs> Never made the game. That's hilarious. Yep. Got got called back. Oh man, <laughs> I wrote down a question here. I I was interested to hear what's best baseball game. I guess it could be any level. I was thinking pro, but it could be any level. Base best baseball game you've ever been to in person, or I guess just seen in person in general. Any level. Best base. You been to a lot of pro games. Uh, not very many. I mean, I was at the White Sox game where they had an all-out brawl with uh, Juan Gonzalez and Frank Thomas. Oh, that was a doozy! I remember that. I forgot you. Yeah, I was game. I was there in person. Wow, that's amazing. It was pretty awesome to see. <laughs> Mine, uh, best. I'd say the best one I've ever seen in person was two thousand. I was like two thousand, maybe. And the Twins were playing the Mariners. Twins were terrible. Uh, Matt Lawton was their best player, perennial all-star. Uh, <laughs> hit a walk-off home run in the bottom of the 10th. Into the It was in the dome, so it was into those seats in right field that aren't actually seats where no yep. one is. Hit a walk-off place, just erupted. We were sitting front row left field. That's when you could buy general admission tickets for like $18 day of the game and then just sprint down into the front row and left field. Man, that was a good time. My favorite baseball game I've probably ever seen, period, in person or on TV, was 2009, game 163, when the Twins walked off 
against the Tigers. I think it was the Tigers or the White Sox. I don't remember to win the division. And I freaked out, screamed. They, I think it was 13 innings. I woke up my entire house. Uh, I excitedly kicked a keg and I think I broke my big toe. We had a keg in our house left over from the weekend. I ripped my jersey off and all the buttons off in excitement. Ruined my twins jersey. Heck of a day. I'm going to have to say probably the best game I've seen is game seven of the 2016 World Series. <laughs> Not a bad one. Not a bad one if you're a Cubs fan. That was a long yeah. time coming. Twins yeah, have won. Pretty, pretty stressful. Twins have won two World Series in my lifetime. Uh, unfortunately, I was like eight months old and like three years and eight months old. So I don't count them. Good talking baseball. Let's hope the twins make the world series. Let's hope let's, let's hope the twins win a playoff game. Let's just start there. Yep. Yeah. Start low. And then, then we'll see who know who, who knows what I'm liable to do if the twins win a playoff game. I will be really excited. Over one playoff win. Over one playoff win. I'll be real excited. Pretty low standards. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it. Women <laughs> <laughs> standards. Oh, <laughs> well, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, righty. Well, golf season, as Steve and I were talking about, the opening is in full swing. We played in a golf tournament, one of many. Hopefully, we'll play in over the summer. But but the best part was it was what 36 degrees when we started this thing <laughs> it was yeah may let's see here today's the 25th so it was sunday may 22nd uh tea time it was frost, a, it was frost advisory <laughs> frost advisory uh tea time it was in the 40s and it warmed up a little bit throughout the day but it was windy and basically just chilly all day i golfed first time ever in my life i've golfed in long pants a long sleeve shirt and i was even wearing a vest over the shirt which is unheard of for uh, athletic, athletically husky, sweaty fellow like myself. Yeah, I wish it would have been 90. Well, let's just not get too extreme. Maybe like 82? 93. It was like 106. Oh, Lord. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some days out there like that this year. People are going to be wondering... Why my back is so wet, and I'm gonna to have to go home and cut my shirt off with scissors to get it off. No, they're probably gonna be asking why you chose to wear a black shirt on that day. Probably big black shirt guy over here, big goth, big yeah. goth guy. <laughs> so golf season is in full swing, and um, kind of like uh, the episode where we talked about our bowling league in these small towns. Uh, I mean, I guess in every town really across America, but I feel like they're they're a little more wacky doodle in these small towns. You play in bowling leagues, golf leagues, and they can get a little crazy. Uh, they, can well, get a, they can get a little unruly. In a, town, in, in a town of 2000, we had two golf courses. Yeah, two golf courses. One was uh, one one was maybe taken a little more. Was the I'd say the people acted a little more professionally on one than the other. A little more. There's, There's a little about it. There was a clear cut winner in which one <laughs> people had the most fun at. <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, our, our town now only has one golf course. So back in the day it had two and one was a par three course, except for, I believe two holes were par four. 
No, only one. So it was a 10 hole course um, with nine par threes and one par four. Uh, greens were nearly impossible to, to land yep. a drive on. And not a drive. I mean, I guess it was a drive, but you were never hitting, you were never using a driver. Uh, yeah, it was, boy, it was a, it was a fun time though. And we played, what, how many years did we play in the league there? Two? No, uh, three? three maybe. Yeah. So we I played, remember. we played a league for three years. And let me tell you, our, our crew of people we had in our but whole it was, was a real treat. It was two person, it was two person best ball league. So yeah, just, I mean, man the most fun you can have playing a league best ball league and we had 10 mm-hmm. guys we had two teams or five teams of two guys 10 guys on our hole and we'd get out there and things would always always get a little rowdy just a wee bit rowdy yeah. so yeah. i got a i got a list here steve might remember some that i don't list he can he can name some too but uh one rule that we, or maybe it was a suggestion, but we can call it a rule. Was that uh, there was a few teams who wanted to take turns bringing <laughs> drinks, full bottles is, of liquor. Yeah, this Just is drinks, the, full bottles of liquor. This is the course in Alta that actually they would let you bring your own drinks. The other one wouldn't, and so we had. It was usually like a Gatorade cooler full of like jungle juice or a gin bucket or no. vodka lemonade. <laughs> Yeah, or there would just be people that would bring, like, we had bring your own wine night, and it was just Mad Dog 2020 <laughs> all over the place. Bring your own wine night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, uh, so, I mean, for starters right there, you can see why things would get a little out of control as the night went on, because people were well lubricated. It was always fun. You'd see drive up with a full case of bush light in his golf cart (laughs) oh my gosh uh because you know there was there's a lot of there was a there were certain how uh holes where the how there was houses like right beside you like you're gonna they're not like off to the side of the tee box that like a lot of courses they're like right in line of getting hit and houses would get hit there is one. There was one tee box that was by the highway, with town behind you. Where every now and then, maybe someone might lose their direction, turn around, and hit a ball into town at houses. <laughs> maybe just maybe. Yeah, might maybe. happen. Might have happened maybe. a couple times. Yeah, yeah, but no house, uh, oh, no house out there was safe. That by that ten tee box, there was that a uh, wooden planter thing. Oh yes. That had, <laughs> yeah, I had it. I had it down. That planter got destroyed by an iron one day. Was it, I think it was an iron, wasn't it? An iron foot golf cart. I think it was a little bit of everything. <laughs> the wood flower pot thing. It just yep. got absolutely destroyed. Man, if people are going to listen to this. And be like, wow. Probably laugh, but like, wow, those guys were. Those guys were maybe kind of mean or irresponsible. We were. We were great. We were patrons. very responsible. We were very irresponsible. We were young and dumb and full of piss and vinegar, but we still, I mean, you're not going to think it when we tell these stories, but we were still somewhat respectful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be uh, a shocker to look over and see one of your buddies uh, doing burnouts on the green in his golf cart. 
or just I don't par- know if they're just burnouts or had his golf cart parked on the green. That's what it was. His ball drive up on the green <laughs> with their golf cart. Oh, check, it his- <laughs> check it with their ball. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine if uh, the workers saw that? Good. Uh, speaking of the green, uh, I'm not going to name names. It might have been me. Um, was known to occasionally stomp a ball completely into the green because I'd get mad at it if I missed a putt or something. I didn't want to use that ball anymore. So I'd, uh, yep. I, I actually completely, completely buried one in the green one time. That was the same green that he was driving on the golf cart. Yep. I stopped, I stopped a ball <laughs> in just as hard as I possibly could until he couldn't, couldn't see it anymore. And it was just, just in the green gone. Uh, I was using those plugs. It's true. I was using, um, I was using Dun. I bought Dunlop balls from Walmart. You get like one of them fishnet <laughs> bags of like 25 Dunlop balls for like $4. So I wasn't concerned about wasting a golf ball. You were also using the Walmart clubs that I had. Yep. Steve gave me <laughs> I gave Walmart you free. Dunlop clubs. <laughs> the nicest club I had in my bag. I still have this club and I love it. Nicest club I had in my bag though was a uh hybrid iron. It was like a hybrid five wood type club. <laughs> the Warrior. I, the Warrior hybrid that I I got for free because I called a number I saw in an infomercial on TV and took a survey. And they said if you take a survey, it'll send you a club. And I was like, it's worth a shot. Sure enough, week and a half later, brand new golf club showed up in the mail. Still have it to this day. Great yep. club. Uh, let's see here. What else is on the list? Um, there was a night where I got my one and only, um, food poisoning experience in my life. Yeah. That was awesome. You want to explain that one, Steve? (laughs) So when we'd get done playing, there was always a meal and there may or may not have been large amounts of alcohol consumed. Yep. So you get hungry. Well, the meal that night was... (laughs) hamburgers <laughs> in the outside the outside looked cooked so we didn't think anything of it until you bit into it and it looked like they cut it straight off the hamburger tube <laughs> and since adam was slightly inebriated he continued to eat them raw meat raw meat sandwiches the outside was cooked though it was black it's it like, fine <laughs> i'm gonna patty up a bunch of hamburgers and then i'm gonna Throw them on the flat top for 20 seconds on each side and then serve them. Yeah. But this <laughs> so flat top's going to have to be about, about a thousand degrees. Yep. But in, I bit into that baby. I was like, oh, I don't know about this. And then proceeded to eat two of them. Yep. <laughs> Didn't stop at one, ate two. Yep. That's how Paul likes them. <laughs> <laughs> Uncooked. <laughs> Yeah, next day I was puking, stomach pains. It was horrible, and <laughs> it was it was food poisoning. So that was neat. Yep. Uh, 100%. This league was, man. If people are, if people listen to this, just imagine an outsider, someone who lives like in a city or something, listen to this. Like, wow, those they're just a bunch of stereotypical small town Midwest rednecks. When we when people think of the Midwest, this is probably what they think of. But 
whatever. We had well, fun. The, the, league, the league was crazy. I mean, you had, what, at least four teams of two on every hole? Oh, yeah, no doubt. There was almost there was 75 to 100 guys who golfed in it. It was so cool. Oh, man, we had fun. Uh, but because there were so many guys, great transition here, because there were so many guys, uh, they ran out of golf carts, and our buddies who we were on a <laughs> hole with had a, like, gator that they used for their landscaping business, and it had turf tires on it. So I would just park at their shop, and grab that and drive it to the across town to the clubhouse. And me and Steve would throw our clubs on the back of it and use that as our golf cart. Yeah. It was on always fun going 30, 30, 30 miles per hour down the fairway. Yeah, drive it up. It was a, um, whatever, a new Holland, new Holland, like Gator. Yeah. We're just cruising across the golf cart in this thing, but it had, it yep. had turf tires on it. So it was, it was golf course safe. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh yeah. Oh my gosh. I just I just thought of something that I didn't write down. Your what your, time the time through that golf club and about hit us in the face. That was that was the same night where Dan tried to fight that homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> I have to take everyone's <laughs> names out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What happened there? I for, well, how did that we argument start? And, because everyone was cussing and the guy didn't like it. Oh, and he yep. was standing out behind his house yelling. Yep, that's right. Oh God, the water's good. So our, our our friend proceeded to scream back. Yep. Yeah, he's uh he's not gonna take any guff. Uh, yeah, that cart man. Me and Steve are driving across the the course, just tee shots done or second shots done, whatever it is. We're going, we're going to our next ball, and all of a sudden, just boom. Massive thud on the top of our cart scares the crap out of both of us, and like a golf club hits ricochets off our <laughs> our roof, and then it goes falling onto the ground. And we turn around, there's people, our teammates are in the fairway laughing at us. One of them just absolutely launched an iron at us, and I mean, talk about we would have had we would have been fully concussed if it didn't hit the cart and hit us. Yep, <laughs> a metal iron. Just oh my gosh, the people that lived in that golf course had to have just been out there shaking their heads. I wish it was still open. Yeah. Oh man, it would be so epic. Yeah, you live there now. Yep. Can you imagine? Still open. Oh, remember, yeah. Members that were members at West Links instead of the instead of the Country Club. Yeah, my <laughs> wife would be really impressed every Monday night. <laughs> Oh man, we had uh what I what I had uh, also forgotten was the time that your entire bag of golf clubs got run over. Oh yeah, on that bridge. Yeah, so yeah, a common thing. I'm sure many of you out there that are golfers uh have have had this done to you or done it to someone else unless you're super responsible. We weren't. We were all like 23. No, um, we were responsible. Our friends were not responsible. True. Yeah, true. We never really did this, but the people would just casually unhook the strap holding your golf clubs onto the back of the cart and you go to take off and they all fall off on the ground. Well, Steve and I were driving along. Someone did it to us. We didn't look back and check. Steve's clubs proceed to fall off the cart and then the guy behind us doesn't have time to stop and completely runs them over. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Steve was a little I was hot. Really happy. Steve really was a really little happy little, about it. Was a little hot at that when that happened. I remember you throwing, I think, your golf bag, saying a few choice <laughs> words. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know if it stopped after that or not. It it probably should have, but I don't know if it did. No, I don't think it did, no. What happened? I, I always forget why that police officer showed up that night for our friend. I do not remember the scenario. Do you? Because remember, he bought that hammer out of the back of that guy's truck or guy's car. That earlier that day at work? Yeah, he walked outside from work and the guy was selling tools out of the back of his oh, car. Oh, so they were stolen tools. Bought one. And it turns out the tools were stolen. Yeah. That's right. So then That's right. The, cop pulled, the cop pulled him off the golf course for questioning. And this is no shit. It took like three days to get to Des Moines that this guy was selling drugs and got arrested on the golf course. People were I texting don't know how. us. People were texting us saying, oh, man, I heard. We'll, we'll, we'll leave our friend nameless. I heard he was. He got arrested. He was like selling drugs and got arrested on the golf course. What is going on? <laughs> like absolute shockwave through Elta. <laughs> oh, that's one of the beauties and terrible over, things. About over like a $5 towns. hammer. Yep. Over a $5 hammer. All of a sudden it turned into Walter White. Goodness <laughs> sakes. Uh, how about the, uh, how about the bare chested Ric Flair slaps? Well, I you think that, that only happened once, but but yeah, you drew blood. <laughs> One of our friends who was it was a bigger fe- he was a bigger fellow like me. Uh took a shirt. I don't know how we got talking about slaps, but we were talking about we were gonna I don't know, five bucks or whatever it was, but he said, Yeah, I'll let you slap me like as hard as I possibly can. And so he takes <laughs> his shirt off and I give him the Ric Flair chop of all Ric Flair chops. And yep. a couple minutes later, blood. he's bleeding from where I slapped him. <laughs> My handprint is on him for, man, two days, two, three oh, days. Yeah. The handprint never left. Just absolutely embedded in him. And I'm pretty sure we have it. Someone has it. Someone somewhere has it on video. Yeah. Someone somewhere has a lot of these things on video, actually. Hopefully they never surface. <laughs> Can Goodness. only hope. Goodness sakes. Uh, someone, someone with a golf cart got a little, got a little squirrely crossing a bridge one night and ran into the side of the bridge and knocked some like side support pieces. Knocked the the whole, off. almost the whole off. Yep, whole railing of the bridge almost got completely torn off. <laughs> there was a, a day when we, I, it's, I believe the club championship got rained out. Rained out, so we turned the course into a par four course. And yeah, combine two holes. We turned it into a par four horse hole, <laughs> par four course, playing two holes at a time. And one of our buddies got mad at his shot, and he threw a brand new iron into the lake yep. at this course. And then he instantly regretted it and took off all of his clothes except his underwear and shorts, maybe, and went in to that disgusting, neck, smelly neck lake. Neck deep and just grossness, feeling around, and I actually don't know if he ever found it. Did he? No, he he found a different club, but it wasn't his. <laughs> he found a different club that someone else <laughs> had thrown in, but not his. And I'm pretty sure that the club he threw was only like a week old. Yeah, he had just bought it, and instant, 
instant regret. <laughs> and, and, I don't know. He was in there for 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes oh, yeah. while we all just sat and hung out and cheered him on on that Saturday. Uh, speaking of, uh, speaking of the, uh, the, the league championship, Steve and I won, I think it was the last one they ever had. Wasn't it? It was, it was the very last tournament ever. Yeah. The very last tournament they ever had before they decided to close the course. Steve and I club champions. I still have the trophy. When we, when we first started this league, we were so heinously terrible at golf like yeah could not hit iron straight to save our lives half the time couldn't get them in the air uh just real bad just real bad golfers and i'd say by the time we won the league championship we weren't good but we were so much better than in those first few years and now like us now are 10 times better than that year that we won the league championship which shows you the, the the level of talent that golf's in that league. <laughs> it's just a bunch of guys who wanted to have fun. We didn't take anything too seriously. We just wanted to have we had, fun. We had blow, blow dart guns out there. I mean, how yeah. serious can it be? Yeah. And fireworks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I forgot that we brought fireworks <laughs> out of the course. Oh, yeah. We would Trying bring... to tee off and have, a, have <laughs> shit going off between your legs. We would bring fireworks out and throw firecrackers at each other on the tee box, shoot bottle rockets and yep. Roman candles off like while people are trying to tee off or hit a shot. I completely forgot about the fireworks. Yep. Everyone within that, like within five blocks of that club, that course had to have hated Monday nights. That wasn't in that league. Oh, it had to be terrible. Gosh, we were just terrible people. Uh, yeah speaking of uh so steve mentioned um the the blow dart so this lake has um had a lot of frogs and small fish crappie bluegill you know your basic little pond fish that you see at a golf course in it and our friends whose uh turf tire gator thing that we were driving just one of them decided to buy a blow dart during one of the leagues one year and he in mm-hmm. the hole where the frogs are and stuff, he start he whips it out and he's actually he actually like hit a few frogs with the blow yeah. dart. He got pictures of him holding them up. I don't know if he ever got any fish, but uh he he puts it away. We all tee off, proceed to play the hole. Uh we get to the green. I'm on the green putting. <laughs> I'm on the green putting, and all of a sudden I feel a little sting. In my backside. And by backside, I mean my right butt cheek. And I turn around and a blow dart is sticking out of my butt. He shot me in the right butt cheek with this freaking blow dart. I couldn't believe it. I pull it out and then I lift up my shorts to show everyone my butt and I'm bleeding out of my right butt cheek. He shot this blow dart like, I don't know, three quarters of an inch deep into my butt. And... I could, I just was like, what? I mean, I think we maybe have crossed a line where we need to tone it down a bit with the blow dart, buddy. What are you doing? Everyone else is just having a good old a good old time laughing. I wasn't. Good grief. Yep. Yeah, same guy. Was it the club championship when he hit the hole in one? Uh, I think it was. Wasn't I think it? Was so. It just yeah. Tournament? 
might have been the club championship. Yeah, same guy who shot me in the freaking right butt cheek with a blow dart, hit a hole in one uh, for during the club championship one of the years. Might have been, I don't know, might have been the same year we won. I'm not sure. Adam, and you'll have to po- you'll have to post the picture. I think I still have it. So when this league when this league it's, is going uh, it's on, on Facebook. When this league was going on, it was back. It was back in the days uh, when I was working my way up to type two diabetes. Probably <laughs> this was probably the summer no, that th- I got no, diagnosed. Okay, so yep. yeah, I had the type two beats. Was and in the picture Comple- of completely co- bald, completely bald, double chin, double chin bigger <laughs> than a spare tire. Uh, we took a picture of him with that hole in one. I'm wearing a red shirt. And my shorts on, and I look, I look like the Kool Aid Man. I'm very wide, very, very wide very, and large. Very wide. Yeah, it's an embarrassing photo, but you know what? It's from the past. That's that's old Adam. It's, it's gotta Adam. be on here. So, current Adam is thick. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought drinking five pops a day was a good idea back then. Turns out it's mm. not. Turns out it's not. It's a lot of sugar, and it's it's more than the daily recommended dose. So don't do it, ladies and gentlemen. Don't do it. Man, the West Links days. I don't really, I don't remember any more stories. I'm sure I'm forgetting some. Oh, we would get, it, it was on Tuesdays, by the way, not Mondays, because we'd go to t- Scooters for Taco Tuesday after. Oh, let's try Taco Tuesday afterward. we go there for Taco yeah. Tuesday. One night, a mustard fight happened and at, at Scooters, and one of our buddies' shirts was completely covered in mustard. I have that picture on my phone. I, I'm very happy. Very happy that now Steve and I are we're different people. We're not dumb idiots back then. I was probably a way worse human back then than Steve was, and we're changed. We're better people now. You got to have those dumb, stupid days behind us. Also, there's no probably about it. You were an awful person. <laughs> yeah, I was way worse than Steve back then. I can't find that picture. I had to lose my way uh, and find and find Jesus again in my life. Luckily, it happened. Oh my God. He found it. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's someone. One. I'm sure there's some on Facebook we can look for later. That freaking frog, that blow dart goes straight through its head, and it's like standing up, dancing on a wood post. It's Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> so it must have been one of those nights when the slaps happened. Look at those handprints. That is something else. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. to the Alta. To the Alta Par 3 course, uh, it's never coming back ever again. There's a bunch of houses out there now, uh, and someone's going to have to buy a bunch of land and build a new one someday if we're if we're ever going to have one again. But it was a great run. Uh, best part about it was there would always be people golfing out there on the weekends and stuff throughout the summer, but you could always it was never like super super packed. You weren't rushed, and it was cool. They would do crosstown tournaments sometimes in the yeah, summer. Play both courses play bowl courses and and they would the, the par three course would have like two man best shot tournaments three man it was it was a good time couples tournaments it was fun it was a great place for you know wedding receptions a lot of wedding receptions my graduation yeah. reception was there at that clubhouse in high school today's kids man will never know the joy of the par three of the alta par three course <laughs> i got a question <laughs> <laughs> Some golf questions here. Favorite course you've yep. ever played? Uh, I think it's called. Let me look up the name of it. Mine. While you looked it up, I'll say mine 
I haven't played a lot, obviously, but my hands down favorite one I've ever played is whatever it's called, something Valley maybe in Livermore, where they used to play state golf. I mean, talk yeah. about an absolutely exquisite golf course. When you go play these golf courses where like state golf or like big deal tournaments play, and you see what their grass and stuff looks like compared to and don't and our course in Elta is like nice. Don't get me wrong, but man. The, some of these courses are really, truly just next level. You can see the people's obsession they have with keeping them nice. And that the one I played in Livermore, I've never hit. It's the best round of golf I've ever played in my life. I've never hit so many incredible shots. And I feel like, I feel like it's because of the, the way the grass lie, that inner, intertwined grass or whatever it is. What's it called? It's like bent the, grass. Yeah, bent grass. Man, I hit my iron so pure that day. You get to those nice courses, boy. It's fun um, hitting the irons. I think the best course I ever played was probably the Minnehaha Country Club. There it is. Sioux Falls. Yeah, that's where they play senior tour event. Yep, PGA, PGA senior tour there. Got to be either a member to play, and it's not cheap, or a member has to bring you with them. What's your – oh, another one of my all-time greatest shots I've ever hit. Hole three in Alta. I hit one from the top of the hill. And I thought it was going in on my second shot. It ball rolled and stopped half inch short of the hole. Absolutely devastating. Amazing feeling, but still devastating because I wanted to have that. I've never had an eagle. That would have been my eagle. Ever had any long distance chip ins? Probably. Uh, yeah, actually on hole four, chipped in for eagle. Wow, that's amazing because that hole is hard to birdie. <laughs> you well, for eagle. The best part is I was we were golfing. We were just playing a four person. And the other guy I was with, I told him what I was hitting. He basically called me a bitch and told me to hit less of a club. So I hit the club he told me, and sure enough, went in. Dang. Looking at that picture, that was clearly back when long shorts were in style. Everyone's shorts oh, yeah. are four <laughs> inches past the knees and look terrible. Oh, yeah. You got the shirt that stops at the waist and then the long shorts that go halfway to your shin. It's such a terrible look. And then there's you in flip-flops. What are we? With a terrible farmer's tan. Man, <laughs> look, at, look at those white feet <laughs> from the socks. Man, what a tan. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest laugh of all time. What's your favorite golf movie? Might as well just throw it out there. Favorite golf movie <clears throat> of all time. All time? Probably yeah. Tin Cup. I'd say like the notable, there's a lot, there is a decent amount of golf movies, but the only ones that are really notable, you got Caddyshack, Tin Cup, Legend of Bagger Vance, Happy Gilmore, the greatest game ever played. And if you haven't seen it, Steve, you got to see it. Utopia. Great movie. Uh, My all-time favorite golf movie. I got to go Happy Gilmore. Ooh, yeah. It's so good, man, with that movie. It's just the golden age, man. The golden age of comedy. Well, like, and you know, if you do play golf, everyone's tried to reenact that swing. Everyone. So. The most, maybe the most reenacted sports move in the history of Earth is the Happy yep. Gilmore Drive swing. And then how many people in the world are just tapping in, tap, 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 tap it in. Probably the most quoted golf movie of all time. One of the most quoted movies of all time, period. 
Speaking of greatest golf shots we've ever hit, how about the morning before our buddy's wedding when we were playing at like 7.30, 8 o'clock? At Brooks. At Brooks and Okaboji, and the green and the fairways were wet and super soft, and I hit the biggest <laughs> divot the world has ever seen. My yeah. club, my club went what four inches underneath the ground. Oh, four four might be a little shallow. Left a massive divot in the green, and the people that we were playing with, we didn't know that well. They were just they like fell onto the ground crying, laughing. They've never mm-hmm. seen anything like it. They've never seen someone destroy a golf course like that, like I did with that divot. I had, I went and picked it up and tried to put it back and fix the hole the best I could. It was, it wasn't great, but better than nothing. But man, that was wow! What a divot! It is time for another segment of Pedersen Luck. <sighs> Pedersen Luck segment is brought to you by Moonlight Lawn Care which is owned and operated by Steve Botcher. He uh, will take care of all of your aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilization needs for your yard. Uh, He does not mow, so just his main four are aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilizing. And you can get a hold of Steve for all of your lawn care needs at 712-749-0698. That is Moonlight Lawn Care. Steve, listeners out there, are you guys ready for this? I'm about ready to admit something that I've never admitted before. I'm actually maybe going to correct a lie. I I have told people that this happened before, but I've I've been I've been embarrassed about it, and so I've lied about how it actually happened. And now I'm going <laughs> and now and now my Pedersen luck segment. I'm going to come clean because you know what we need to do in life. We need to be honest with each other. So it's March 2006. I'm in Ireland on a European tour with the University of Northern Iowa Varsity Men's Glee Club. Every other year they do a a European tour and sing in old cathedrals and churches and buildings and stuff all over Europe. and, And it's an awesome time. You get to see amazing sights. It's the third morning of our trip. We just got done with our two days in Ireland. Ireland is associated with beer. And let me tell you, let me tell you, the nights were long. And we, the last night in Ireland, we went till like six in the morning and then had to leave to get it. We didn't go to bed. A bunch of us, we stayed up all night in the pub. The pubs just don't close there, basically. Uh, We went till like six in the morning, had to get on a ferry and take it across the Irish Sea from Ireland to Wales. Well, when you get on a huge boat like that, you don't like notice the wave. I mean, these are huge waves. You don't notice it when you're in a huge boat like that, but your but your body is actually moving around and rocking in the waves, and people are starting to get seasick. And there was a <laughs> lot, a lot of puking that happened on that ferry. A lot of it from just seasickness. It didn't help that a lot of alcohol was contributing to it. So my whole life, I've admitted that I puked on that ride or on that ferry. Uh, But I always said that I made it to a bathroom. It's time to come clean, Steve. (laughs) Uh, While I could feel the puke coming on that ferry ride, I searched that ferry high and low and could not find a bathroom. And I was wearing a full like zip up jacket. 
and <laughs> could not find a bathroom and the puke was coming and there was no choice but to let her rip and i puked into my t-shirt i was wearing under the jacket <laughs> it was disgusting uh some of it some of it went on the ground a lot of it stayed in the shirt and in a moment of panic and not knowing what to do freaking out i just zipped that that jacket up over top of it all the way up to my neck and just went and sat back in my seat you call over me disgusting <laughs> smelling like i mean smelling just terrible because puke stinks in my seat and we get off we get out the fairway i mean I'm, I'm not joking there was like there was like 80 guys from the glee club that went on this trip i bet 60 of them puked but most people were puking off the side of it like into the sea or found a bathroom or garbage can or something but nope not old adam he puked into his shirt and and we get off the ferry and into a bus to take us to our next stop. And I just remember like the 10 people on the bus around me were all like, like, gosh, it stinks. It smells like puke. And I'm like looking around like, gosh, yeah, it does stink. I don't know what, I don't know what that what? is. That's disgusting. You didn't dump it out of your shirt when you got off the boat. You just, <laughs> no, I mean, in. it just kind of like crusted on, I guess. And it smelled terrible. And so like the next and the, so we get to Wales. We get to Wales, which is the next stop. We don't have time to get to our Ruth and Castle is where we're going next. But we don't have time to go there. That's where we're gonna stay for the night. We go into town and go get something to eat, and then we have to go do like a concert or whatever. And so we have a place to change. So I gotta secretly like, all right, everyone's looking around. I gotta get in my tuxedo here for this concert. I don't want everyone to see me take my jacket off and see that I'm the puke guy. And so I had to be really discreet. With taking my jacket and shirt off to put my uh, to put my <laughs> tuxedo on for the concert, had to shove the gross puke clothes into my bag, which made my bag smell like puke. Finally, got to the ho- got to the castle that night, and I remember uh, threw the shirt away, just threw it away, didn't want it ever again. And the jacket that had puke on the inside of it, I remember like washing it in the sink and then just hanging it up on the shower rod for the night to dry, and. I've I've kept that secret with me my whole life and never told anyone until now. I've always admitted that I I've always admitted that I puked on that ride, but I always told everyone that I made it to a bathroom. <laughs> didn't happen. What in the hell? Yep. It's kind of puke shirt for an entire boat ride and a bus ride, and it smelled bad. Moral of the story. It's better to puke all over the floor than on yourself. Just do it on the floor. Who cares yeah. if people get mad at you that it's on the floor? At least it's not on you. Uh, also, don't drink until 6 in the morning. If at 6.30 in the morning you're leaving to go board a boat that's going to drive you across a sea with 20-foot waves, don't do it. Uh, that was rough. Wow. That was rough. It's, it feels good <laughs> to get that off my chest, though, and let everyone know. So I'm not afraid to admit it, people. I'm just an open book, and now you guys know. That's one. That's 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 one of my stories. I hope I hope someone from that trip listens. Oh, I know a couple that do. So they're probably <laughs> gonna be texting me. Wow, you're the reason we smelled puke on that bus. It was you all along. <laughs> Gross. I'm, I'm telling you, 
puke puke filled shirt. That I'm, is. I'm telling you, it's 2005 uh, through to like 2000, early 2014, were it was a, it was a bad nine years in Adam Pedersen's life. I made poor decisions. <laughs> I had a lot of bad karma happen to me because of my poor decisions. I was not a great person. You know what? But I got a puke story to tell from it. So there's that. It is a pretty excellent puke story. <laughs> so it's almost as good as one where you walked. I was standing outside of that wedding and you walked out, looked at me, and then just projectile vomited everywhere. <laughs> that was the first time. I, I always thought that was fake, that people that couldn't actually do that. And that was the first time I realized yeah. that it is no, possible. It is. It's yeah, definitely possible. First hand. And just like <laughs> the the stream is just like the width of a Pringles can, just shooting straight out. Yeah, yeah, pretty incredible. Pretty yeah, incredible. it was pretty impressive to see. Man, <laughs> I uh, I was at another wedding of a friend, and I had to go down, and it was at a it was on the University of Iowa campus. And the room, I went down and found like a bathroom in the basement of this building where the reception was, and just puked my guts out. But it was like. I wasn't feeling great. I was like lightheaded. It wasn't like alcohol related, but it was so embarrassing because I felt like crap and I just wanted to have a good time at the reception. Instead, I was looking for a bathroom to puke in. And then like two weeks later, got the type 2 BDs. Got the type 2 BDs diagnosis. Mm. So I'm thinking it was probably blood blood sugar related <laughs> pukes at that wedding. I just didn't know it chance. yet. I just didn't know it yet, but my body was shutting down. <laughs> Oh boy! Wow! <laughs> so there it is, Adam's puking on the Irish Sea story. That's pretty excellent. <laughs> and I hope you all enjoyed episode sixty-four. That's it, Six, episode sixty-four of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Uh, you, you heard about me yakking on the Irish Sea on a. Uh, let's hope the Twins make the World Series, or at least just win a playoff game. And I have 300 hot dogs in my fridge right now. So life's good. All beef hot dogs in my fridge. Life is good. Uh, you can find us on all the social media platforms. On Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Just search for Backroads and Bonfires on all of those. Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Uh, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, like I said. Uh, also, I have a TikTok account which uh, I promote the podcast a little on there and make videos. It's fun. It's a good time. Still waiting to hit 1 million followers. We're getting there. Getting close. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, let's see. You can listen to us on pretty much all your uh, streaming, but we are on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, pretty much anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, check us out. Listen. Um, it helps the old algorithm, helps the boys out if you, uh, give us a uh, a subscribe. Give us a rating, preferably a five star rating. Uh, apparently, all the big time podcasters they tell people to uh, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, and resubscribe again. Apparently, it just loads up the sub- the subscribes. I don't know. That's all I got. That was episode uh, episode sixty four. Short and sweet. He puked where? I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> That'd be a great name. <laughs> Get you next time on the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Hut hut.
had a feeling you would enjoy that. <laughs> what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> I wasn't. I was not thinking. If you've ever seen pictures of me on Facebook from the early college days with a yellow, it was like a yellow zip-up jacket. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, M&M hair. Yep, that's the one. That's the yellow zip-up jacket that I had uh, that was shielding, covering up my puke shirt. Man, that was so embarrassing. I was just, I felt in that moment, I felt like such a small little loser. I felt like a giant piece of garbage. I was surrounded by people that I, I mean, can kind of considered friends, but I just felt like I was all alone in Europe, like some giant loser just sitting there with my puke shirt. And no one wanted to be around me. <laughs> well, obviously, low. you smelled like a dumpster. It was a low point in life. It was a low point in life. <laughs> <laughs>